welcome to the You Can Do Both podcast. It's Court. This is Ashley. We're coming at you live from Boston on this fine Sunday morning. We were on the struggle bus, but we're doing so much better now that we have this contraption of, you know, Bloody Mary in a kid's cup from can't say the name because what if that's illegal and so true <laughs> and Starbucks pistachio cold foam. Yeah. So let me just tell you about our morning quick. So we celebrated Gab Sulo's birthday last night. And while we were out, we we're like, let's get brunch in the morning. We stuck to our brunch plans. We went out to said place, got such good Bloody Marys and breakfast sandwiches. So good. Hit so hard. And then we were like, hey, what are your thoughts on like to go cups? And she was like, uh, I mean, we have some kids cups I could give you. And we were like, yeah, yeah, that's going to work. So while we're waiting, this lady, if you're not watching the video, go to you the video right now. So we have these cute little kids cups and she bent the straw like yeah. this. So adorable. Well, she was a little just ball of sunshine. She approached us and she, it was like around the time where we were waiting for the check and she had both of her hands tied not tied behind her backs, but like hypothetically speaking, like, like hiding behind, it, yeah. hiding. And she's like, she waited. She like created this anticipation. We were looking at her like, all right, what's about to be behind your back? And she pulls out these adorable little cups with bendy straws. Literally and so cute. Then we snuck them out of the restaurant just in case because we didn't want to get her in trouble. But yeah, so kind of iconic. And then we ordered Starbucks. And let me read you my uh, Starbucks order, even though Starbucks is out. This was just a special day. Yeah. It's like in our in and out episodes, you know what's out? Starbucks. You know where we're going this morning? Starbucks. Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> but we're doing like the pistachio moment. So also, if you were to click on ice pistachio latte on their Starbucks app, it will say it's $7 and something cents. But if you create your own latte, it's $5. So... Hack. That is why Hack. Starbucks is out. But yeah, got a triple espresso in a grande cup, pistachio cream cold foam, two pumps of pistachio sauce, and a splash of almond milk. Sounds like a lot of pistachio. Yes. But it's good, right? <laughs> it's really good. And then the other thing that I want to show you guys that just totally made my day was when we were in Starbucks. I didn't know that these existed. What do you call these? Cup holders? Yes. Like the to-go trays. Cup trays, maybe. They have them in like the two cup form and genuinely I've only ever seen this on Pinterest with the martini glasses oh that's why I was so excited wow so then this morning Court and I each had our our own one of these we have our Bloody Mary in a kids to go cup and our Starbucks coffee walking down the street like this and if that's not how my Sunday morning looks I don't want it yeah no it was perfect Love. And for that reason, our Boston recommendation of the week is said place, Brownstone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we won't tell you the girl who had us. Just know that she, if you're listening, you made our full morning. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay. And with that, I think we can go ahead and intro our guest today. Miss Shannon Fairweather. We are so excited to have Shannon on the podcast. We are recording this ahead of time, but I'm sure this is an amazing episode. She's just a bundle of sunshine, a ray of sunshine, however you'd like to say it, has a lot of energy. Uh, we're, we, this has been a long time coming. We've been trying to have her on the pod for like four months now. Yeah. So We, we were featured on her podcast over the summer, or I don't even know it wasn't over the summer. Yeah. 
whatever. We were featured on her podcast, so we'll be sure to link that out if you guys are interested on us getting interviewed. But yeah, this was long overdue. And to give her a little intro, aside from the ray of sunshine that she is, she's an entrepreneur. She's someone who really paved her own path. Like, I don't believe she's ever worked for corporate America, and she's been able to find her own ways to monetize and live an extremely kind of lavish and fulfilling life. She's extremely spiritual. She has a podcast herself. She really has a she's a jack of all trades, I would say, and she's really really inspirational. So, excited to share this episode with you guys. I mean, we haven't recorded it yet, so just <laughs> genuinely excited to, you know, record the episode. Um, but we have a really good feeling about this one. Yes. So, with that being said, we hope you guys enjoyed today's conversation. Welcome, Shannon Fairweather, to the You Can Do Both podcast. All right, Shannon, kick us off with a meditation. I'm really excited for this. Cool, yeah. I've been just randomly guiding meditations lately, and I find that I go a lot deeper when I'm either guiding it or someone that I'm with is guiding it versus like just sitting and closing your eyes. Because when you're sitting and closing your eyes, your mind can go anywhere, and you can kind of just get lost. But with the guided one, specifically in person, I've found it very impactful. So... So hold on, before you get yeah. into it, am I closing my eyes for this? Yes, of course. So okay. Right. Close your eyes and just like start to nervous. feel your body relax, feel your shoulders relax. And just begin to breathe slowly in through your nose and out through your mouth. Just get comfortable. Courtney's breath, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Ashley. <laughs> Are these my thoughts or... <laughs> Take a moment to get present. When we start our day and get wrapped up in activities and people and conversations and our phone, we don't really realize how much energy we are putting out into the world and how little we're feeling within ourselves. So just take a moment to begin to really tap into that inner energy that you have as you breathe in through your nose. And out through your mouth. Feel the life force energy in your fingertips. Going up your arms. Shoulders. Feel it in your chest, in your stomach. All the way down to your toes. And continue to breathe. it's okay to sigh and exhale any energy out that's no longer serving you. Continue to just feel that life force energy moving throughout your body. Start to pay attention to Maybe what you hear around you, have it be my voice, your own breath, maybe the cars outside. What are you smelling? Not the fishy apartment. <laughs> I don't even smell the fish anymore. No, we are one with the fish. <laughs> We've just got accustomed to it. Could it not? Uh, and just recognize how present you feel now. 
as we begin to bring some feeling to our fingers and before we open our eyes just feel some gratitude for where you're at for what you're doing for how good it feels to be alive and when you're ready just open your eyes with some new perspective that was really nice it feels yep. good, right? I feel sad. divine. I haven't meditated in a very long time. I try to always get into it, but yeah. what made you get into meditation? So when I met Daniel, Daniel really got me into meditating, and he had me do Vision Lakani's six-phase meditation, which brings you through six different phases of gratitude and forgiveness and different levels of gratitude for your life, the people in your life, for your work. And then also where how, how you want your day to go. So it's multiple different phases. And starting with that guided meditation really helped me just get into it. I tried to do it every day. And this was in college. Yeah. And so it always felt like a force because meditating feels like a force for a really long time before you really start to. Yeah. It kind of starts to feel like a nap. And then I got off of it for a little bit and would do other guided meditations and it's always just been a very sporadic thing in my life and I'm finally at the point where it's something I do pretty much every day um and for how long it varies you know and meditation is such a a word that has so many different meanings to so many different people but just sitting by yourself with your breath is meditating taking some time to go inward is meditating you know and journaling is a form of meditation laying down and closing your eyes is a form of meditation there's all these different forms of meditation but just taking some time to yourself and I find when I start my day with meditation my emotional awareness is a lot better my presence is there and it's like a clear it's a cleaning of the slate in a sense yeah that's why I wanted to do it today you know because we've all been in all different places and yeah now we're really here in this energy for this podcast like with intention yeah and I feel like it also helped us have a clean slate for the podcast episode specifically because we were just talking for like two hours so now (laughs) it's like separating all right yeah this is why we're here this is why we're getting focused yeah I loved it have you heard of Joe Dispenza? Yes, I'm a huge okay. Joe Dispenza fan. Okay, I want to listen to his meditations. The Skinny Confidential yeah. talks about it all the time, but he's supposed to be amazing. And I just want to experience what it feels like when you meditate correctly, mm-hmm. when people are like, I am so, like, I don't know, get, getting those benefits of it. Mm-hmm. I, whenever I do it, I'm like, mm, I almost just fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind I of. I love a sleep meditation, though. Yeah, Oh, yeah, it's a great good. way to oh, relax. And it's just really relaxing, you know? Yeah. So. Something that helps me is taking these expectations off of what a right meditation yeah. is because sometimes you'll sit down and you'll be like, okay, I'm going to hang out with my breath and I'm going to meditate. And then your mind goes off in a certain way. And yeah. it's really just bringing that attention inward and recognizing where you're at. And then once you are meditating in a way that you have a bit more control of your mind, you're able to yeah. release certain emotions and bring in more gratitude or presence or like when Daniel and I get in fights, like we'll often like take space, like I'll do a little meditation. Like we come back and we're so much more level headed. So meditation has been something that has grown with me and it's something that you can't force because you want to get to a point where you're enjoying it. Yeah. And through practicing it in a way where you create some sort of routine for yourself, say, okay, I'm going to do this meditation every day. You know, I'm going to start my day with this meditation every day. I'm going to do this during my break definitely helps because you have that regiment and then once you get some sort of regimented meditation routine into your life 
you can start to play around with it. Like, what yeah. kind do I like? What do I want to do? Like, there's a great meditation called the Anapana meditation, who one of my mentor- mentors has taught me. And that's literally just focusing on the air coming in and out of your nose. Wow. Which is like a lot of focus. Mm-hmm. But it's great because we don't realize how often we are doing one thing, but our mind is in a hundred other places. Yeah, it's so true. I was reading this morning, literally reading the words on the page and I just found my mind thinking about like this podcast what are we gonna say what are we gonna talk about what did I do last night what was I saying last night and Mm -hmm. I was like how how is my mind going here when I'm Mm -hmm. forcing myself to read these words on the page yeah Yeah. it's crazy and it's I love the quote that we are not computers but we have a computer and our brain is our computer and the more that we're able to one program it with beneficial thoughts and affirmations and positive thinking and inspiring messages and just learning but also the more that we train it in a sense with meditation of focus and relaxing and slowing down the thoughts and just coming back to our true selves the more presence we can have the more we can show up as our authentic selves and the better you just feel on a day-to-day because Mm -hmm. a lot of feeling joy is just allowing yourself to and through meditation, you can kind of be like, okay, thought, like I'm all set on this. Like, thank you though. Like next. And that's been a huge thing for me with meditation. Cause as you guys know, I was really anxious in college. I had like two, three years of like really severe anxiety, probably my whole life up until 22. Realistically, I just kind of realized it was anxiety in college and meditation was definitely something that unlocked my power in a lot of ways but it's it's a journey and I'm definitely not someone who can meditate for hours on end but it's something that I like to do um on a every now and then kind of basis and like a little story of just the impact is me and Daniel like to do our own Christmas day after Christmas and we were really excited about this Christmas day so it's like December 27th I think when we do it and we wake up and things were just like going wrong like I gifted him this little ornament and he like dropped it and it broke no. and I cried. No. And like he, we accidentally caught like the breakfast on like on fire. Like things were just going weird. And we were like, let's meditate. So we staged the place. We turned on like some clearing meditation music. Did like a 15 minute meditation with me guiding it. The rest of our day, you guys, was like pure bliss. Aww. Wait, like, pure I love that. Bliss. My car, this is so weird, has, it's called like caring car or something. And now that you just said that, it's kind of a form of meditation. It's just meditative music Mm. almost. And it's three minutes. And sometimes I'll just be like angry for, I don't know. I'm like feeling anxious and mad at Joe. And I'm like, okay, I think we just need to do a meditation. And we'll literally park the car Mm -hmm. and do the three minutes. And I do feel so much better after. Mm -hmm. So maybe that is like meditation in a way. I'm just not doing a guided one. So I'm not thinking it is. I mean, I rarely do guided ones at this point unless it's like Rena. actually my amazing friend Rena was the first person who like she came over my apartment like a year ago and she's like can I guide a meditation for us I was like yeah I just loved it so much and it brought the group together in such a great way and like we all just felt a bit calmer and a bit more present and from there me and Daniel do it here and there like I just love to like how long did we meditate like four minutes you know and it just allows us to come back to the to the now re-energize i'm I'm really into the power of now right now phenomenal book and it's a book that you can read so slowly but it's just really helping me come back to these concepts of like what is the now like what is being like what is presence and it's a lot easier than 
we realize, you know, it's not something we need to get a PhD in or like become a monk to understand. It's really just unlearning a lot of fear and guilt and negative emotions and just again allowing ourselves to appreciate like what's right here yeah i feel like i need to read that as my word for the year is present yeah (laughs) you should have you not read it yet no this is my second either it's been on my list for a while so i recommend with any (laughs) book but this book specifically reading it but also getting the audiobook and this isn't the kind of book you read in like 2x speed like you want to digest like every sentence and Mm. a great concept from this book is essentially the fact that negativity is useless it's useless Uh, for sure say it louder for the people right we don't need to feel fear or guilt or judgment or shame like these awful awful emotions are all ego created and we they do no good and the reason why we feel this way is because the ego believes that if i feel mad or sad or angry it'll change the conditions of the situation that I'm mad or sad or angry about. But that's not what makes things better. Feeling good is actually what makes things better. You know, having compassion for yourself or having presence or unconditional love is what actually allows you to move into solutions. And the fact that we think resisting any moment is going to change it is insanity. So resisting the now resisting what is resisting the fact that it's winter like i could be like oh fuck boston like it's so cold and miserable like no you can tap into it and oh i can get cozy and like it makes you stay inside like yes and that's just a small thing but the book really comes down to the fact that any form of negativity or resistance of what is is just an insane way to live and this isn't something we're taught so i just find it so interesting that's the power of now that the, book mm, yes okay i feel like i would literally love that we talk about the power of positivity all the time yeah. loki we could even like go dive into that if we wanted to just like talk about yeah topics because i feel like that's something all three of us are very passionate yeah. about is like the just the power of positivity and how it can completely mm-hmm. change your life and then you've probably seen lucky girl syndrome all over tiktok yes like it's tr- like yeah the lucky girl syndrome is just it's like a trend but it's like a a name for just our belief system that we've always had which is like if you speak good things into the world and you thoroughly believe it's like a form of manifestation it's like it's gonna eventually manifest into exactly what you put out into the world and that you are lucky and that good things happen yeah it's like things always work out for me or like everything works out for me right yeah that kind of mindset exactly literally my dad instilled that in me when I was so young he's like you are he's like man what is it not manifesting but like oh giving me affirmations he's like you are so beautiful you are so smart you are gonna get into the best college you're gonna get the best job you're gonna be so happy everything always works out for you so because like my idol is Mm -hmm. telling me that yeah I just naturally grew up like I am so pretty I am so smart like I am so confident and I just know it's all gonna work out and it does yeah those, and that's such great crazy. programming for you it like, is such and he probably yeah. like didn't even realize the impact that he was having at the time because like honestly like men especially our mm. parents generation they don't think about manifestation and spirituality and affirmations as what it is but he was probably like this is what I want my daughter to become and like he literally made it happen because he truly believed it yeah you know yeah sometimes it's easier to give those kind of affirmations to other people than it is to ourselves and that's why how we grew up and how we were programmed is so important 
because those belief systems create our entire reality. Literally. No. Oh, how do I make sure my babies grow up just like I did? That's <laughs> like, the same way. Yeah. They will. They will because that's your belief system yeah. that you'll instill on them. Yeah. Do we think that's why negative people are the way they are? I was they just were, like, gonna say that. Up. I was just gonna say that. Yes. Yeah. Everyone's doing I mean, the best with the information that they have. Nature you know? versus nurture, for sure. Like they both like play a part. But I'm thinking yeah. about the people that I've experienced in my life that were not as positive mm-hmm. and you know, bad things always happen to me, like, like, blah, 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 blah. I've, like, noticed it within their parents as well. Yeah. And that's just, like, that stinks. Like, it's, that is something that is so hard to unlearn. And so it takes, like, a lot of, I don't know, like, energy and, like, mindset shifting and intention to think that way. So I'm so happy that it's becoming normalized. It's about time. It's really hard to shift it, but it also can be really easy once you recognize the impact it can have. Because for me, like that was my life in college. I was so incapable of dealing with struggles or what I thought were struggles, you know, like getting locked out of my car or, you know, like doing poorly on a test or having anxiety and all of these things. I would really get so upset and I'd go to my mom. My mom would always solve it for me. Like she was like my little problem solver my whole life, which was amazing, except for the fact that I didn't really learn how to double edged sword. Yeah. I didn't really learn how to rely on myself or problem solve for myself because I always had help. And that kind of caused anxiety because I, genuinely felt like I couldn't rely on myself which was really frustrating and that was that was why going abroad changed my entire life because although I was fucking terrified to go I was so scared I was so I cried every day like before going I told my mom I didn't want to go my dad didn't think I was going to get on the plane which was so valid I was coming home from school like three or four nights a week my mom was picking me up in Waltham three or four times a week we'd go to Wegmans we'd make a salad we'd go home we'd watch Survivor like that's what we did that was like my safe that's space. so crazy to me because like I we obviously didn't know each other yeah. in college but like to think that that's what you were going through but yeah. then from the outside perspective I would have had no idea my Instagram was popping yeah it was popping my Instagram was like the most aesthetic it ever was but my interstate was so struggling and it was really difficult because I felt like I did have a perfect life. I went to a great school. I had good friends. I had a great family. And it was really frustrating because I was like, why do I feel this way? But I realized it was because of my thoughts and because of the way I would perceive myself and my life and my ability to problem solve. And I would go on social media and compare myself to everybody. And I had very minimal self-love for myself. And my, my programming for myself was just really, really lacking. And that's why taking action and going abroad changed my life so much. Because when we're in the same environments that oh, created yeah. the mindsets that we have, and it's not the environment's fault. It's not our parents' fault. It's not Bentley's fault. It's not our friends' fault. Because, again, everyone's doing their best with the information that they have. However, thinking that you're going to be able to heal the, the aspects of yourself in the same space that created it it's it just doesn't work and so going abroad was such a shift for me because I had never really done anything like that ever yeah it pushed you out of your comfort zone completely and for a long enough time that I could figure it out too I was like okay I'm not here for a week I can't just be miserable for a week and like when I, I studied I didn't study abroad I went to Barcelona to visit Christina my sophomore year spring break and that was probably the most anxious week of my life. Like I was miserable. Like I got there and like 
we were like clubbing until like four or five a.m. and I was just having like I was really really struggling. I had just started Prozac. Like it was really difficult. This was before you went abroad. Yeah, yeah. this was sophomore okay. year. And then junior year, I went abroad. And while I was out there, it's not like I got to abroad. I was like, yes, like I'm healed. Like, no, like I got like a month and a half in and I was kind of like, okay, like I don't need these Prozacs anymore. And then like a little bit more, I started to feel like a bit more confident in myself. I realized I wasn't calling home as much. I was, I realized I was okay spending more time alone. And from there, just really evolved, you know, dating Daniel made a huge impact on my life. He introduced me to spirituality bob proctor manifestation yeah. meditation all of these mindset things and i got back from abroad and i realized traveling just basically saved my life <laughs> like traveling was so huge to me because i came back and i was just more independent i was yeah. much more able to handle my emotions and like nowhere near where i am today but a whole lot better you had the luxury of traveling abroad studying abroad for people that don't necessarily have that opportunity but like are struggling and like need to do some sort of switch up like do you have any sort of recommendation of like how you can get out of your comfort zone or how you can get out of your environment when like maybe that's not an opportunity in front of them no absolutely and that's a fantastic question first thing it's a whole lot easier to travel than you think it is and so many people think oh well I don't have the money or I, I'm not going abroad or my job or this or that if you want to make it happen you, you will you can get it funded you can start a GoFundMe you can have a <laughs> fundraiser you can start selling old clothes and you can quit your job you can get two weeks off whatever you need like you can travel however it's an environment thing. Yeah. And, and our environment is so much more than just the physical place that we're in. It's the people we surround ourselves with. Totally. It's the books that we read. It's the podcasts that we listen to. And a, a thing that I was doing when I was super anxious was I was scrolling social media oh my more God. than anything else. I wasn't reading books. I wasn't listening to personal development podcasts. Like I was not getting new ideas that actually helped my mindset into my mind at all. I was listening to sad boy music, like sad, <laughs> like really sad. Like I go back to that playlist. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> was I place. okay? Like, I was not. I was not. I literally hear the music sometimes. I'll play in the car and Daniel will be like, sheesh, this is depressing. And once I like, obviously traveling had a huge impact on me because I pushed myself and I was in a new environment and like I had to rely on myself. Yeah. But I also, once I got back, started meditating started listening to bob proctor started reading books like the power of now or thinking grow rich and i just started Mm. flooding my mind with cool ideas oh the way i think affects the way that i feel which affects my actions which creates my entire life like i didn't know this oh i'm not my thoughts my thoughts are just based off my programming and my life and what i've been taught like that was crazy to me. Oh, my thoughts aren't me. Like this, these things were crazy. So I really got obsessed with the concepts of the mind and utilizing it to become a better version of myself. So when it comes to environment and if you can't travel or maybe you have a certain job or you're in school, whatever it is, content, podcasts, check out mine, doing the most podcasts. We talk yeah. about a lot of phenomenal ideas on like all the time listen to this podcast more yeah yeah get some cool books 5am club is great think and grow rich is great yeah i'm like right now is great i'm on my phone right now because i'm trying to find this podcast that i haven't listened to in forever but it talks about oh this it's called unfuck your brain Mm, it's i've heard of that so it 
I have been very blessed with like mental health and wellness. Like I've always been an extremely positive person my whole life. Mm. I've had a lot of the beliefs that are now becoming normalized and it was because of where I came from and how I was raised, I believe. And also, yeah, I don't know. There were a lot of things, but in 2020, when the world stopped, as most people probably experienced as well, like I felt like very purposeless in life because I'm the type of person that go, go, go. Like I will be vice president of recruitment for my sorority. I will make sure that I do well academically. I'll be involved in X, Y, and Z. Like I've always been on auto drive. That's how Mm. I prefer to live. And so when the world stopped, my mental health like declined. And this podcast explained everything that you're talking about. And I didn't realize that like it – I was thinking about it as you were talking, like, what was that shift for me when I felt like I was in a negative place to, like, Mm. make me aware of all the things you're saying? And it was unfuck your brain. It's, like, a psychology and scientific-backed way to, like, rewire your thoughts. And, I mean, yeah, I'll, like, link out to some episodes. But sorry, I just had to interrupt there for a second. It was, like, an awakening moment that, like, you also don't – need to shift your entire environment like go Mm -hmm. abroad like that could literally just be exposing yourself to different things there's a kid coming on our guatemala trip who reminds me a lot of my younger self in the sense that he dropped out of college because he's really anxious he struggles to go out and socialize because he's really anxious and he wants to come on this trip and he booked his first flight but is struggling to commit because of his anxiety mm. and we've hopped on a couple calls with him and he's like every time i talk with you guys like i feel, feel good about good. going but then we hang up and i immediately start freaking out and the reason why he feels good when he's talking to us is because we're able to see where his mind's at so we're able to help him navigate through it so something i said to him yesterday i was like imagine you have two plants in your mind one is this negative plant that is telling you, you can't handle this, you're going to freak out, something bad's going to happen, you shouldn't go, you're going to embarrass yourself, and you, the real you, is watching this negative plant, but can often get really identified with this plant and think, oh, I'm thinking this, this is me, I can't handle it. And the more we pay attention to this plant, this identity, the more more it grows, and the more it becomes our truth versus if you recognize a thought like that happening and you're just like nah i got this and you go into your positive plant and you look yeah. at the positive plant and the positive plant's like no like this is gonna be life-changing for you you can handle this you can do hard things i can do this that plant grows and it's just a matter of recognizing which part of yourself you're tapping into and it's training it's training yeah. your brain it's training your brain confidence is training self-love is training and it's something that is super easy to tap into but it's something we constantly have to practice it's like meditation it's like the more you do it the more Mm -hmm. comfortable you are with it the more natural it is to kind of get in that state that goes for anything in life like you need to just put intention behind it and put energy towards Mm -hmm. a certain thing whatever you put energy towards if it's negative thoughts if if it's positive thoughts like whatever you choose to put energy towards is what's going to manifest and grow i'm so passionate about this because of the impact it's had on me and again, like five years ago, I was very anxious. I was in a very unhappy place. I struggled with self-love. I had a borderline eating disorder. I was on Prozac and was just very, very needy. And I was talking about looking outside of yourself. And I was constantly trying to create this some sort of 
status and getting everyone to like me and having all these friends and I was never just good being me without all the things and yeah. the the looks and the social media and the travel and all, all the things and I didn't realize this at the time because I was just living it and I realized deep down this wasn't a decision by me this was like my higher self blessing me I realized I should go abroad and my mom actually said it to me because I was considering like one of those summer programs and she it was really difficult to figure it out and it was stressful because we we do a ton of stuff as a family in the summer and we were kind of like why are you gonna go away in the summer I was like I don't know I kind of want the abroad experience and she's like why don't you just go fall semester and I was like maybe I should I've applied I went dad didn't think I was gonna go I ended up going it was a struggle in the beginning but it ended up being the best one of the best things I've ever done my entire life and while I was out there I flew my boyfriend Daniel out. He, I believe he ended up paying me back, but he was dead <laughs> broke at the time. Like he got his passport for this trip and it like took up most of the money in his bank account. So he came out and I flew us to Madrid and I got us this awesome hotel out there. And while we were out there, he was just so inspired by the travel. Like he just loved it. He had never flown before. Like this was his first time being what? somewhere new. I know. Crazy. Never flown before. Uh-huh. Like... He, he, he might have gone to one other place for like he was a frat president so he might have gone to like a frat thing but this was his first like travel experience ever and he came out and just loved it so much and his world was expanding so quickly that on the flight back home he wrote out the entire marketing plan for his marketing company that now has made millions of dollars that you wow. guys have such a special story the fact that like your yeah. travel not only affected you and mm-hmm. was like such a turning point for you, but also for Daniel at mm-hmm. the same time. And now like to see where you guys started together exactly. and to see where you are now is pretty amazing. It's yeah. wild how much we've changed. Like people, my friends are always like, you've changed the most. Like yeah. you've definitely changed the most. And it's because of him and me and him together are just have reached a plane of like, true heaven like bliss and just understanding and that has resonated into other areas of our life from how we show up in our families to our friends to our careers and when we're together we just talk big ideas and like really cool concepts and he had always been so he's always had this kind of mindset for like a really really long time because he had a really interesting childhood so he kind of he had to rely on himself a lot as a kid And when you have that kind of independence, you recognize the power that you have. And thus you're like, all right, I'm going to create a bang in life for myself. So when he came back and created that marketing company, I got back from abroad and I came back to our attic that we hung out in. And (laughs) I'm like, started in the attic. Dirty. And like, wasn't even like a big attic. attic. No, it was like, so essentially it was a three bedroom house with one bathroom and like it was a downstairs area but and then stairs with like two teeny bedrooms upstairs one was his one was his brother's and they were renting it from this dude named riley five hundred dollars a month like i'd come in and there'd be this chubby 40 something year old man like watching the news downstairs Uh, i was like is this your is that your dad he's like no that's like our roommate that's a grown-ass man (laughs) (laughs) 
Shut up. And I would like come over and like sleep over and I'd like go downstairs to pee and like walk by Riley who's like watching the news. Yeah. It what? Crazy. And this was my he's my first boyfriend too. So this was like a lot. Oh, oh my, my god. god. I didn't he's know that. He's your first mm-hmm. boyfriend? Yes. He's my first real boyfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like real true love. First like real sex. Like real. Yeah. Yes. Everything else before that was just like a drunken blur. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Completely. So I got back. He had started this marketing company and I was like, what is this? He was making money and I was like, teach me. How did he even get into it? So he'd always been interested in marketing because he studied marketing at Bentley. And so when it came to, he was making music after college and he was broke and he realized, why am I pursuing music if I can't even really pay rent it's and draining me. you start relying on your out. creative pursuit to make you money and it just doesn't work out. So then he decided I'm going to get super successful after traveling so that I can do the things I want to do. And he'd always been into just certain like business influencers and like learning from certain people. So he really got into like lead generation and learning what that was about. And he has like a really obsessive mind. So when he gets into something, he can like learn a lot about it quickly and like conquer it. So I got back from abroad and he was making like a couple grand a day. And I was like, what is going on? And then he had like a 40 grand a week. And that, that's when we were like, okay, this is crazy. Teach me. <laughs> so then he taught me and he helped me get clients. And we just traveled for two, th- three years or so. And we were making money from our laptop and we were traveling, having a grand old time. And that's when we were like, this is the life. Like we got to <laughs> teach more people how to do this. And we were also craving more like creativity in our life. So that's when we started doing the most and it started as like a sweatshirt brand and kind of just like mindset and freedom and traveling and entrepreneurship and tie dye hoodies. That's really all it (laughs) fucking was for like six months and comfiest hoodies ever. Don't get it twisted. They're awesome. (laughs) And I kind of just started this brand, just like a brand and it really resonated our along the mindsets that Daniel and I have and from there I decided to start the podcast and sharing those ideas and talking about freelancing and entrepreneurship and freedom and mindset and our life just keeps getting better like it just keeps getting better and I feel really blessed for a lot of the experiences I've had and the things that I'm learning and the people that I meet and that's what I share on the podcast and then we evolved into like, okay, let's take this to the next level and create courses. So then we created Doing the Most University and started Daniel's six-figure freelancing course, which has been amazing and people are making money with it. And now it's evolving all the way to the retreats, which allows people to get involved with the university and learn from us on the podcast, but then actually like meet us in person and integrate what they're learning through talking to us. And we're doing one-on-one coaching with that. So I feel like I love life. Like, yeah, I mean, you live a very, like, luxurious, beautiful life, and you also have a really great mindset around it, but I think before we, like, dive into that, did you always know that the corporate America life was not for you? I originally wanted to be, like, the next Maria Menounos. I wanted to be on Entertainment Tonight, like, an entertainment reporter. I grew up... literally so see that for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did Dirty Water Media starting at 13, so that just kind of seemed like the path, and... My parents were involved in media, obviously owning Dirty Water, and my mom got me involved really young, and I was very outspoken, so it seemed just like the thing I wanted to do. I wanted to go to BC for communications. That's like what I wanted to do, and then I wanted to be entertainment reporter, but the older I got, 
the more I realized that I really don't give a fuck about celebrities and their life and stuff like that at all. Growing up, I did just naturally, but I just really don't care about that anymore. And then when I didn't get in, I got waitlisted from BC and then denied. I was so upset. Ended up being one of the best things that ever happened. And then I went to Bentley literally because it was close to my house. Like, I just wanted to be close to home. My mom's like, my mom applied to Bentley for me. No way. Yeah. Like, I I barely even knew what it was. She's like, oh, you got into Bentley. I'm like, okay, I'll tour it. Some kids from my school were going. So I was like, that made me feel comfortable. Toured it. Really liked the campus. They had a a major called... um, Information Design and Corporate Communications. That's what I uh, that's what I graduated with, but I think I went Creative Industries first, and oh, that cool. kind of felt like communications to me. I was like, okay, this will work. So then I went there, and growing up, my parents just never had real jobs for the most part, and I think that definitely played a large role in me wanting to be entrepreneurial. Define because real job. Do you mean nine-to-five job? They've. My mom had a nine-to-five job for maybe two or three years when I was really young but other than that like they were always around they were at all my soccer games mm-hmm. my dance recitals home after school like we went on two-week vacations and like both my parents still do whatever they want all the time like my dad's going to Florida tomorrow like they yeah. do my dad goes to the Super Bowl every year like my mom's going to Florida all of March like they've always just done whatever they wanted mm-hmm. I feel like I almost didn't even know I feel like I d- didn't even know what a nine-to-five was for yeah. a really long time I honestly didn't and then once I went abroad, that really solidified, okay, like I can't get a nine to five. How am I going to travel? How am I going to do the things I want to do? You know, it's like what we were talking about in the beginning when like the power of positivity, like your dad manifested pretty much or affirmed like yeah. you're smart. Yeah. You're going to get a good corporate job. You're going to yeah. do this. Yeah. You're going to do that. Yes. Whereas your parents were like, you can do whatever you want. That's what they oh, were but my programming dad, into my you. dad wants me to get nine to five still <laughs> for real for, for stability and for, for like what is it he thinks I would crush it because I would I'd be he the would, best thing yeah. to ever he happen to a company would. like no doubt he's like he's he, he could see me as like the president of apple or something you know he doesn't really my dad doesn't understand me in a lot of senses and that's okay like he kind of puts me in this certain kind of box of like Shannon, she's my only daughter. She's my little girl. She's super positive and she's a little fucking weird. Like that's like, how my dad sees me. Like I, I have my blue light glasses and I'm, I meditate and I have my sage and like I, I don't eat processed foods and like, <laughs> like I, literally my dad's this Boston dude who like drinks a lot. Boston Irish dude owns a bar. Like he doesn't understand me in a lot of senses. So we're really close. He's actually coming over for dinner tonight. He's awesome, but he just doesn't get me in a lot of senses, and he's uh-huh. confused by me. I've always been kind of a lot, and so it's hard for him to understand certain aspects of myself, so he's like, you should get a job, you should do this. He's always been like, you guys gotta work, you guys gotta work, gotta work, 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 and honestly, like, in more of a, like, nose to the grindstone, get your hands dirty kind of way, yeah. and it's like, we live in a world now where... You can utilize the things you like to do as a career more than ever. There's so much opportunity now. You can take knitting and make it your entire life. You can. (laughs) Hence, this beautiful blanket. Find it at (laughs) www. This ad is brought to you by. (laughs) Wait, so I feel like that's really important what you just said. So for people that are listening, they're like, I don't want to go the corporate route. My parents are pressuring me. Like, it takes Mm -hmm. a certain type of person with a lot of confidence to kind of go against that. So Mm -hmm. do you have any advice for people that kind of feel stuck but would prefer to live more of a life that you do? The 
most freedom I got from my parents mindset happened once I moved out once I proved I could pay my own rent and I could do my own thing so if you're trying to live a certain kind of life entrepreneurially or start freelancing or you just cannot go the nine to five route prove that you can make it happen in another way prove that you can sustain yourself because all our parents want us to be is taken care of and safe and provided for and that's where their mindsets come from and oh I want you to do this and have insurance and all this stuff like if you prove you can take care of yourself through doing it your own way they back off they back off and actually this is a funny story too when I first moved out I didn't even tell my dad that I moved out Mm -hmm. what do you mean you didn't tell your dad I did not tell my dad so so one day he just came home he thought he thought that my boyfriend got a place and that I was just there a lot because I was like I literally was I couldn't have told him he would have been like he literally would have been like no (laughs) we went through a really interesting stage of just like me finding myself and not being like because daniel was my first boyfriend so i'm the only girl here's my first boyfriend now moving in like it would have just been a lot so it was easier for me to say yeah like uh my boyfriend has a spot and i'm there a lot but then my dad was like why is she there all the time to my mom my my parents have a very honest interesting relationship <laughs> they were together and why is she there all the time like why is she why is she home and i was like she's paying rent that's why she's paying rent to live there it's her place too and then he found out it's just now we're a lot more honest with each other but you know growing up is weird it, it is growing up is weird and adjusting from being the child of your parents to your own person is an adjustment and it's something you have to kind of take one day at a time and I think the most important thing that you can ever do in any situation ever is listen to yourself and know what's best for you. If you know that you won't be happy in a nine to five, then you need to listen to that. The second you start living for other people is the second you give up your own happiness. And when you do it that way, you're not happy. You're not filling your own cup. You're not living your truth. You don't show up for anyone the way you want to. Nobody yeah. wins that way. Yeah. Nobody Okay, I think our last topic we want to chat with you about yeah. that I'm personally interested in is your spiritual awakening that you mm-hmm. just alluded to. Like, how did this journey kind of start for you? Yeah. Because that's a side that I think both you and I are interested yeah. in kind of tapping into a yeah. little bit more. But it's kind of an intimidating space. Mm-hmm. So it's such an intimidating space and a lot of like the words I just try not to even use or like resonate with anymore because they're so woo woo and loaded like I use them but at the same time have you guys read the four agreements yes but I don't remember it it talks a lot about the power of our words and how our words shape our reality but also how our words have different meanings to everybody so when I say meditation to me that means you know just taking some time to be with my own energy and tap into that but to you that might feel intimidating and something that's challenging so using these words it's like we're speaking different languages even though it's English you know Mm. so when I talk about my my spiritual awakening it's not like it was this one thing I woke up one day and I was like (gasps) I get it like right (laughs) there like it's just beginning to understand that everything happens for a reason and recognizing these universal truths and kind of just living in alignment with that so for me it's all about understanding energy and my energy and really tapping into who I am which you guys wrote that down as a question and it's such a like who am I who is Shannon like we are all so much grander and more powerful than we tend to realize and 
a spiritual awakening is really just coming back to those truths of understanding that unconditional love for ourselves is the only truth that suffering is incredibly unnecessary and it's it's finding more joy it's allowing yourself to take the risks and challenge yourself and get more out of the the game of life in a lot of senses yeah I love that and it is kind of such a simple thing when you think about it it's just like well I don't know be one with yourself and like have Mm. some reflection on like what focusing on how you feel and less about on the future and like all of that but it's like I don't know. So what are the resources? It's the meditation. It's the books. It's the spending time alone. And then maybe like disconnecting from social media a little bit. It's it's removing distractions in a lot of senses because some people live their entire life distracted by frustrations and the news and what's going on and gossip and other people and relationships and starting fights and drama to identify with something and feel something and Again, it really comes back to getting out of our own way and just feeling gratitude for real, joy for real. And uh, the more you allow yourself to to be happy, the more you are happy. And that sounds vague and perhaps not super detailed. So when it comes to actual resources, it all starts in the morning. It all starts in the morning for me. Before I get out of bed, I literally tap into gratitude for being alive being alive I lay in my bed for at least five minutes before I get up and just feel grateful to be alive I think about what I'm excited about for that day I think about what I've been doing the past couple of days that I'm grateful for and I feel I get myself feeling as good as I can before I get out of bed that's one thing but at the same time how you fall asleep plays a large part in how you feel when you wake up so being intentional it's a lot about intention it's a lot about intention so before I go to sleep let me tap into it's it's when you're intentional you're being specific with your energy why am i doing this like when i was in the uber coming over here i was just thinking about like i want to have a really good conversation with these two like i haven't seen them in a while i'm really excited to connect with them i want to contribute to the platform that they're building you know i want to be my authentic self i want to show up the best that i can and when i show up here with those intentions you know i'm not going to let the fact that i've had a stressful morning impact the rest of my day so it's being intentional when you're going to sleep you know not letting the news be the last thing you hear before you close your eyes it's being aware of the conversations you're having and how you talk about yourself I never talk down on myself I like when I I I don't even I rarely apologize in a lot of senses like when I was late today I was more I I like to say thank you for your patience instead of I'm sorry I'm late because I'm not sorry. I needed this time. I if I showed up at the I if I showed up at the time I said I was going to be there, I would have been naked. Like <laughs> it's be I I see people people text me sometimes like, "Oh, I'm such an idiot. I do this." Like when you say those things, like you believe it. So it's just being intentional. Like spiritual awakening sounds so out there and so intense and like moments like with awareness can I, be intense I like the for intensity sure of it though. me yeah. too because it's I magical like, it is yeah. yeah it's really magical yeah. and it's funny because rena often says like she doesn't use the word magical and like thinks like magic has too many things like connotated with it but like magic is real magic is so real like i've experienced miracles time and time again and you guys were talking about how people who say like bad things always happen to me how it does like 
bad things rarely happen to me like rarely like I can't tell you something that the last time something just bad happened to me you know and it's all perspective of course but like I never lose my luggage or like my car breaks down or and you know knock on wood perhaps but like (laughs) I feel like my life happens with a lot of ease and flow because I'm much more intentional with where I am and how I spend my days and how I give my energy and where I get it from and again how I go to sleep and how I wake up and how I talk to the people that I love and I'm just constantly checking in with myself and just saying okay where am I at what do I need and that's that's helped a lot I love that I feel like every time I see you I just I'm a I'm like a little sponge right now and I'm just absorbing all the things that I know and that I try to put uh, my energy mm. towards but sometimes you just fall into old habits so I don't know I'm just I'm yeah. gonna leave here so energized and I'm so excited I feel like you're an embodiment of like all the things that have been on my like to-do list or like my goals like I want to get more spiritual yeah. I think that word is like a little intimidating like you said Ash like I have talked about this a bit but the last like six months of last year I was in overdrive right mm. like I I was just very much saying yes to things, riding the wave, the upward mm-hmm. slope of opportunities that were coming to me. And when that stuff happens, it's very easy to like lose yourself. Yeah. And I was telling this to a friend that I made recently. That's a, she's a spiritual healer is what she like names herself. Um, but she is a sound healer nowadays. Cool. Like she does a lot of sound healing for high performing people that's awesome so ceos she has like contracts with like big corporations and she's like it's not even the actual act of specific like it doesn't matter what you do basically it could be sound healing it could be meditating just sitting in silence it could be journaling like you said but it's like there are things you can do when you are an auto drive or overdrive that makes that possible like people can actually operate at those frequencies mm-hmm. and live life as head fast as they mm-hmm. are, as long as you have those little things that bring you back to life. So it's not to say that you, I had to say no, or that I had to like not be as crazy as I was last year. It's just, I was missing those elements that like brought me back down to earth and to myself, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Cause like my takeaway was like, wow, I really need to like, be more in tune with myself and maybe not say yes to that and Mm -hmm. like allow myself time and space. But the reality is I just need to create time and space within the actual routine and time of my life where things are going super crazy. So that's a trait that you, you have that I really, really am excited to tap into and use you as like a mentor to make sure that I like keep myself accountable. Yeah. And I just want to say that I'm not perfect with of this course. stuff at yeah. all. Like sure. I still get upset <laughs> and I have mo- emotions where I know I'm so acting like out of my ego and I like, I feel pain sometimes and it's really difficult because I do all this reading and meditating and like we we're still humans. Yeah. And the reason why it resonates so much with you guys, it's because it's just the, the truth, you know, these these deep knowings that we all have within us and I'm just reminding you of what's already within yourself but you know I definitely have days where I don't meditate or I go two weeks sometimes without exercising at all and it's like we are humans and we have seasons of our life as well and 
something I'm just getting better at is accepting the season that I'm in, even when I'm in a low place. And Mm. the power of now talks about accepting your negativity, accepting that you don't feel great, like accepting that you're sad is a great way to transmute through sorrow. I mean, suffering when you trans, when you accept where you're at, because things happen, things are stressful. And if you accept that something stressful is happening or something sad happened and you can be with it, that reduces the suffering and allows you to have so much more acceptance of it. But when it comes down to it, like being a human's tricky, like it's <laughs> tricky. You can feel good and you think you got it and you think you're doing the right things and like your life's awesome. And then you're humbled entirely, entirely. Humbled I'm humbled all, day, every day. all the time, like yeah. all the time from even self-confidence standpoints and how I feel when I'm taking certain photos or videos or watching myself on the podcast or waking up and just not feeling my best like being a human can be hard it's a fickle bitch in a lot of senses like it's very it's very it's like the ocean you know ups downs waves and another great power of now quote is to be like a deep lake in the sense that on the top of the lake things go on all the time you know there's stressful things and waves and wind of emotion all this stuff that goes on but deep down at the bottom of the lake the lake is peaceful it's not moving Mm. and within us there is this deep peace and the more that we can just stay in touch with that as much as possible the more we can show up at the top exactly as peaceful and you know things are always going to go on things come and go we die people die things come and end and grow and change and shift and you get stressed and you have to deal with difficult things and people can be mean and put their emotions in you like there's a lot there's a lot but if you can keep just as we started this meditation today when i said bring the energy back into your body the more we can be within ourselves and our energy and tap into that peace within us, the more that we can show up how we want to show up and not be so affected by everything going on. Yeah. Because things are always going to be going on. Always. Life moves fast. Things change. And the more that we can tap into ourselves, the more we can just enjoy the ride. And like, that's what it's about. None of this is that serious. Like, it's really not. It ain't that deep. It's really not. You know what it never was? That's, <laughs> that's serious. serious. It was never that serious. <laughs> it was never. But well, you wouldn't podcast me without a TikTok quote. You, right? Do you do you want to know how I make money? I know you said that. Yeah. I do. I feel like this is who the, is this girl? Yeah. It was like this is the one loop that I feel mm-hmm. like needs closing yes. here. Just like yes. people you've basically like given your wisdom whether you want to understand or believe that that's what it, you just gave on this podcast. I'm just but regurgitating like, like books and yeah, but it you know? freaking works. Like so, what I've taken away yeah. from this so far is like you need to take space for yourself. You need to get out of your mm-hmm. comfort zone and yes. travel. And I also want to say like getting out of your comfort zone doesn't need to be travel. But I, the reason I think travel is so transformative mm-hmm. is because. It gets you out of your environment, one. It makes you realize that there's so much more to life, especially in, like, Europe and places that are not as Americanized. You notice different cultures that do not have the normality that we have here of, like, a nine-to-five corporate job and a a hustle Mm -hmm. culture. And then also just being introduced to new people and, like, talking with people, understanding different mindsets. Like, it brings me back to, like, Eat, Pray, Love, that, like, movie and book. Like, 
whatever. So that's travel. So it doesn't need to be travel for you, but getting out of your comfort zone, getting out of your environment. And then also like putting in routines and habits and energy and intention to make sure that you can do whatever your heart desires, whether it's a corporate job, whether it's not. And one thing that we didn't get to touch on yet is just like how you don't work nine to five. Mm -hmm. You created your own business. You're an entrepreneur along with Daniel. Tell the listeners about what it is that you actually do that allows you this freedom Mm -hmm. to travel and like this financial stability. Yeah. Great summary and great question. And to just tap into money and, you know, financial freedom, it has been just as travel has been one of the most spiritually awakening aspects of my life. I literally do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. I create every single day how I want to for the most part, except for my family, you know, be here, do this birthday, little event here. But like I intentionally choose every single thing that I do when I was in college and working, you know, as a brand ambassador for an ice cream company, like I had to be at the Scooper Bowl for four days straight and 12 hours. Like I had to and like that wasn't my choice and I didn't look forward to it. But I really don't have anything on my calendar that I don't want to do. There's not a, a call or a meeting or an event that I don't want to be a part of. And it hasn't always been this way, but freelancing to me has always had some aspect of fun. So when it comes down to how I first started making money, it was marketing, online marketing, lead generation. So essentially what that is, is creating online advertisements to drive leads to, I was doing solar. So people who were interested in solar companies, but a lot of people need lead generation, all different home improvement companies, It's essentially finding people who want services or products that they can then have salespeople call. So is it like SEO? Like how would you you differentiate? So it's more, it's like no when you're scrolling on Instagram and Facebook and you see ads. and It's it's media. It's, It's paid ads. It's paid ads. It's copy. It's testing photos. It's testing different audiences. And you build it, build it all on the business manager, either on Facebook gotcha. or Twitter. So those are like the real specifics of it. So I started doing that when Daniel started doing that. So Daniel left Europe when I was abroad and that's what he started doing. He started doing lead generation and he was making a ton of money and I was like, teach me. And so he taught me, we went to Australia, New Zealand, and he taught me Um, he helped me find some clients as well as he moved past some smaller clients and gave them me. So I just got a ton of opportunity right, right away. I was super, super blessed. And we were only doing marketing for, like I said, like two or three years and traveling. And it was amazing because for a while, and we go through these phases of our life where like all we want is like, I really want a significant other, or like, I really need to get healthy or like, I just want financial freedom. And once you fill these cups or like me and Daniel call them the pillars once you fulfill these pillars like you recognize what other pillars of your life could use some love and once we started making money with marketing we we knew we wanted some creative outlets and that's when I really dove into doing the most but freelancing and online marketing has been such a great opportunity for me and I'm really passionate about helping other people get involved in it too and that's why Daniel's six-figure freelancing course is so awesome because we also have like an intensive that meets once a month and we answer questions because doing it alone can feel like a lot but and all the information you need is online but what's awesome about a course is the fact that it's all organized and keeps you accountable so instead of you trying to figure out what's next and okay like I'm on Facebook and I'm adding in the audience but where do I put the copy and like googling that each part at a time 
getting that course gives you all the information at once. And when it comes to freelancing, because the course is called Six Figure Freelancing, it's not just lead gen. This could be social media management. This could be video editing. This can be a lot of different things. And the course walks you through not only what are you good at, but what do you like? So like, we'll be like, okay, you're good at writing. Are you good at video editing? Are you love social media and you love dogs? Like let's find, you know, dog brands that need social media essentially. And then we walk you through finding clients as well as, and this is the fun part, then outsourcing the whole thing. So you really don't have to do any of it. So that's how both Daniel and I have made all of our money when it comes to the university and the podcast. Like we are, not making money on that right now it's the it's the passion project mm-hmm. and what's really awesome is we are making money with marketing but also building something that we're really passionate about so we're super fulfilled versus like I was talking about with Daniel if you're when he was just focusing on music if you're waiting for your creative outlet and your passion to make you money it takes away from the love and joy and flow of that creative pr- project like if you guys were relying just on this podcast to pay your rent it would get stressful oh my god yes I think that's such a good point yeah it would get really stressful and it takes away from so much so we have been really passionate about financial freedom and finding financial freedom because once you have financial freedom you have freedom of your time you have freedom uh, to pursue the things that you're interested in you can travel you can support your own art you can show up more for your family because you're around more and I think there's no shame in wanting to be rich. I think there's no shame in wanting to make a ton of money because when you do that, you open up so many other doors for yourself and help others too. Like we are able to help others free themselves because of the money that we're making. And that's kind of the journey. You know, we started with freelance marketing, realized how awesome it was. Now we're really passionate about teaching other people about it. And it's been quite the ride. I feel really, really grateful for just like kind of the knowledge that's fallen into my lap and to be dating a genius in a lot of senses who discovered this because starting this on your own is difficult, but Daniel has put everything you need to know into this course, which is really awesome. If you're interested, either check out my Instagram bio, doing the most university. You can DM me. We can probably also put it in like the the show notes as well. But if you're someone who doesn't love your job, who wants to work from wherever, work when you want to, where you want to, how you want to, freelancing is a great, great, great way out of that. And it doesn't need to be forever. You know, like I got to a point where I was doing lead gen. I was like, I'm not a lead generator. Like I'm not a marketer. Like I was going to be the next Maria Menounos, you know, like now I'm just like this marketing nerd in a sense. And it allows you to fund whatever you want to do and however you want to live and I think that life's too short to spend so much of it doing things you don't want to do well I'm inspired I am energized I'm excited to just like listen back to this episode I feel like we learned so much from you today so thank you so much for coming on the podcast today I have two final questions first where can all of our listeners find you yeah, so you can find me on both Instagram, TikTok, all social media at Shannon Fairweather, either a double R or an underscore. Just look for the one that looks the most real, and that's me. <laughs> um, definitely check out my podcast, the Doing the Most podcast. I drop episodes every Tuesday. 
doing my best with that to be consistent. We talk big ideas. We talk entrepreneurship. We talk a lot about freelancing, how to start traveling, how to start your own business, and as well as just how to free yourself mentally in a lot of different ways. So I'd love if you tapped into that as well. And then if you're interested in the university, that will be in all of my link in bios on Instagram or on TikTok. Just check out the, the how to make money freelancing or how to make $10,000 a month with freelancing. It'll have some sort of catchy title like that. But feel free to DM me as well. I'm always checking out my DMs more than I even check my texts. <laughs> so if you want to talk, if you like something in this, but guys, this has been awesome. As a podcast host, I want to say that you guys are awesome podcast hosts and I really Aww. loved Yay. talking with you guys and ask me to hang out more. Yeah. Do. Wait, my final question is, do you do the most? I so do the most. <laughs> I am always doing the most. I'm always just everywhere. But also, everyone does the most in their own way. I know. And you know, yeah. if you're not doing the most... And people can do both. You can do both. <laughs> you can do both by doing the most. Like exactly. Laying on the couch and like eating ch- snacks all day and smoking a joint, like that's doing the most. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Well, Shannon, we appreciate you so much for coming on. This is long overdue. And I feel like there's so many more topics that we could have covered. So you'll have to come on again soon. Invite me over. (laughs) Will do. I'm down. All right. Love you all. Thank you for tuning in. See you next Thursday. Bye. See you next. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like the tagline? That's good. No, it's literally not. But maybe it will be moving forward like that. (laughs)